What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the DBL Podcast. I am your host, Rock Solid. Our last episode got everybody coming at me. I mean, I'm happy for the interaction. I'm, a lot of people didn't agree with me, and that's fine. The breakup's a breakup. But today we're going to talk about something that's even more important than the breakup. It's the loss after the breakup. Or as Betty Wright might call it, the pain after the pain. There's a lot of things we're supposed to do. And right now, you know, the world we live in, there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of people giving information on relationships and clips and videos and little small segments and little quotes. And they're putting things out there that are half-truths or a truth that has no leg to stand on coming from one relationship that they've had a bad experience with and all of a sudden now they're, you know what I'm saying, God sent for relationship advice to people. A lot of people like to talk to a younger audience. I come from a, I come from a place where relationships have to have stability. They come from a different place. Okay? But we're going to go ahead and dive into this topic today. It's called After the Loss. You know, with breakups, it's, ne- it's never easy with breakups, right? And even if you're the one who initiated, the first thing... You know, there's a lot of range of emotions that we have to deal with. Some of these emotions last longer than others. You know, we got short-term issues, long-term steps. Then we got to take care of to get through that recovery process so that you, the individual, the dump and the dumpy, that can get to a healthy, trusting relationship in the future, including a healthy relationship with yourself. You know, some of the things that we do short-term, you know, working through feelings, you know, it's, it's the first step to coping with the breakup. And as hard as it may seem in the beginning, you want to really take a lot of steps to ensure that you're emotionally and mentally, physically ready to get into other relationships. Even new friendships can be affected because of a breakup. That's the crazy part. Because you're using that other person to get over something. And so the first thing you always have to do is you got to find yourself. You know what I'm saying? When you've been in a relationship for a long time, you know what I'm saying, especially long-term relationships, it can be easy to forget yourself. And this is why I always talk about in a relationship, it's okay to be an individual. You don't get to make individual relationships, individual decisions about the relationship because it affects two people. But you can still have to stay an individual with yourself. And a lot of times when you lose yourself in relationships, it can be real difficult to focus on some of the positive stuff that may come from that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Give you a chance to embrace yourself again. You know what I'm saying? Maybe there are some things that you like to do that the other person didn't do or didn't want you to do. Or maybe you wanted to travel and the other person didn't travel. Or especially guys, food that we want to eat that, you know what I'm saying, she wouldn't let us eat. These things are are part of our lives, but they're a part of getting it together again. You have to get back in touch with your own self, right? Because, you know, those foods and things that we crave, those things that were taken from us or we compromised for the relationship, you know what I'm saying, you can get back to them. Another thing you want to do is you really want to try to stay socially active. And I don't mean social media. Social media is going to be the death of our society. Because, again, like I talked about earlier, you have a lot of information from people with one bad relationship or who don't even know how to mentally and healthy be in a relationship giving you information. But you want to try to stay active with people that you know, positive people. That's going to give you that support, you know what I'm saying, like friends and family, hell, a group. Your, your group can be one person or it can be five people, but you want them to be positive people. You want to try not to isolate yourself, you know what I'm saying, during this breakup time because we all go through different versions of depression, right? And the people closest to you, right, they can they can allow you to vent. They can allow you to open up and um, let go some of those range of emotions. Because as we're going to talk about later in this episode, men and women process this differently. And one of the things that men do is we have a tendency to shut down. And that depression can get really bad. It can start to spiral, okay? So you always want to try to be around people that's going to support you. You know what I'm saying? You want to focus on those relationships 
to give you some of the strength that you need that you're losing at this particular time. But the biggest thing from the groups is if you're talking to other people is they're giving you different insight and input that maybe you didn't know or maybe you didn't try or maybe you didn't see or maybe, you know what I'm saying, whatever. So you always want to try to stay linked to other people so that you can do different things. You know, you also have to rearrange your living situation. Um, most of the time, you know, guys take the L after a relationship, especially myself. When I walk away, I walk away with, I leave everything except my clothes because that's mine. Because I need to make sure you're not worse off than you was when I met you. You got a car, you got a roof over your head, your utilities on. Now, you own your own on paying your own shit, but that ain't got nothing to do with me. But you're going to have what you had. You won't be less than, okay? Because sometimes after a breakup, you, you know what I'm saying, you're living in the same space. Now, one or both of us got to move out of this home. You know what I'm saying? One of us got to go find somebody to stay with. Some of us may be able to bounce back faster. But you got to rearrange your living situation until you can get back on your feet. This is why you need that inner circle of people, family, friends, somebody that can help you get through the beginning stages of it. But then once you get through those little different things, you got to start to focus on, like, the long-term recovery. Those things were the short-term. But the long-term, your mental health, relationship, that grief is our process. And grief isn't just from death. Well, I guess, you know what I'm saying, your relationship died, so I guess it is. But, you know what I'm saying, and some of us take a little bit longer to get through the process than others. But you got to allow yourself that ability to be able, you know what I'm saying, to navigate through your new life circumstances. And it's essential to your own mental health long term. You know what I'm saying? You can take care of yourself mentally during a breakup by making sure you stay socially and physically active in the world. And this, in a lot of times, it can help decrease that pain <clears throat> and depression that you might be going through, right? Like there's different self-techniques that you can go through. Um, you know, you want to try, some people get massages, some people ride motorcycles, some people, um, women like to binge on ice cream. Um, but you want to go through these different things by investing in your own self-care. It's going to help build your own mental, right? Because you can realize that there is life after this. But when you go to the life after this, you got to start to reestablish trust. I found that the biggest method for me to reestablish some trust is not with another woman, but with people that I have strained relationships with, family, other friends, or whatever. And if I can fix that and I can allow that person in, I can start to trust again. Because without reestablishing trust, you're going to go through that process of leaving bodies everywhere. <clears throat> you start leaving bodies everywhere, you just start to damage other people and put them in a spiral and put them in a cycle that they didn't even ask for. Okay? So you got to make sure you go through just the basic things. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, you know, that's going to lead you to how to handle a new relationship. And for some people, you know, it's tempting to ease the pain of a breakup by trying to enter a new relationship. But, however, rebound relationships, and yes, that is the thing, rebound relationships isn't the wisest way to handle it. Trying to jump into another relationship. Rule of thumb, um, and I don't, I don't know the source of this rule of thumb. Rule of thumb is however long you were in that relationship, take half that time. Half that time to walk or to reinvest in yourself. So if you was in a year-long relationship, take six months by yourself to figure things out. Two-year relationship, take a year, so on and so on. Okay? Because you got to process these emotions. you got to get that other person out of your system. you got to heal the person who got dumped and the person who did the dumping. You have to heal. Women are a little different because women spend six months into a year walking away. So they've already started the process. But the process that you didn't start because you don't know how he's going to act or react afterwards. You know what I'm saying? But that being said, right, women and men are different, right? And in a certain things that we do to maintain, you know, they're different, completely different from men and women. 
And contrary to what we might believe, right, breakups can be really hard on men and not in the way that you you would expect, ladies, right? A lot of people in the world want to think that guys don't feel bad after breakup because we don't show any, like, over-the-top emotions. And in some cases, you know what I'm saying, we don't even react to the breakup until a few weeks or a few months afterwards, okay? But men don't love everybody. And ladies, I'm talking to you. Men don't love everybody. The people that we love, we are completely invested in. And we have to keep up this macho facade because we don't want you to see that we're now vulnerable. Okay? You know, this is because, like I said, in our head, men, we like to think that breakups are temporary. And because, like, men and women are so different in the ways we express ourselves, right? It's also possible that in our head, we think that this is a misunderstanding, right? Like, this isn't, it isn't true. This isn't real. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to break this down from a man's standpoint, and then I'm going to go into a women's standpoint. Ladies, listen, because if you want to understand what a man is going through, if you want to understand why he's doing certain things, I'm going to try to help you understand. And, fellas, I hope after I get through talking about us that you listen to what women may be going through or reacting to. And I talk to a lot of women on the women's segment because all women aren't the same, but all our emotions are pretty much covered up under the same umbrella, okay? So just like I said, we're going to talk about the men first because this one is personal to me, going through it, been through it, right? And the first thing as a man we go through, and, and this is mine wholeheartedly, is men like to go into a hibernation mode, right? See, a lot of time when you hear the word hibernation, you know what I'm saying, people think about animals, right? Bears going into the woods or uh, going into a cave or squirrels gathering up nuts and preparing for the winter and all that right there, right? That's what people think about. But when men go through a breakup, you know what I'm saying, we go into a self-isolation mode the same way, right? We got we to gotta store all of our emotions and put them back in because the person that was my safe haven is now gone. So I got to store all these emotions back up. I got to put my feelings to sleep because in order for me to heal, I got to get away from thinking about, you know what I'm saying, what's going on. You know what I'm saying? We, um, Some men are going stock up on junk food. Some of them go play video games, right? Or, you know, like me and Netflix. Oh, man, I watch everything on Netflix in a couple of days. Seems like it anyway. But this is how we deal with a broken heart. And, you know, maybe like women, Right, women find, you know, like curl up on the couch or reach out to their homegirl. Like one of the things I notice that women do is they find that yes person and they um, social media, they'll post some of the craziest thing. And there's always that one person that's trying to encourage them, right? That's the same thing as hibernation, but for a woman or sitting on the couch with ice cream or, you know, crying in the corner or this and that, holding on to his favorite shirt. We all do it differently, but we're not going to get into the women just yet. We're going to talk about the men because. You know what I'm saying? This type of action, this this hibernation, it it leads to depression, low energy, right? Sleeping a lot. You know what I'm saying? This is a defense mechanism for a man, and I'm telling you from experience, it's a defense mechanism. I don't, I gotta defend myself from the emotions that I don't have control over. And women are never gonna understand this, fellas, but we gotta understand it. Okay? Because unlike women, you know what I'm saying, men, we prefer to be alone after breakup. You know what I'm saying? And this is our way of processing what happened because it doesn't seem real to us. You know what I'm saying? In our head, we start wondering, you know, what we could have done differently to fix the relationship before it happened. Right? And, you know what I'm saying, even if he's the one who did it, even if the guy's the one who did the breaking up, you know what I'm saying? He started to rethink his choice. And, if, you know what I'm saying, if, he, if he's the one that got dumped, he's wondering if the reason that you gave him is valid. Because understand something, ladies. As a man, and I'm, and I'm talking about self, right? Men are logical people. We're not emotional. But as a man, 
We don't know how to communicate emotionally. We know how to communicate with logic. From myself, I will tell you this. As a man, when I emotionally invest in you, there is absolutely nothing you can do that will make me walk away if you come back with the right contrition, the apology, you feel some type of way about it, and you want to be here. I'm not speaking for other men. I'm speaking for self. Because I think like most men, not all men, but most men, we're willing to put up with a lot. Fellas, understand something. Women are emotional. If their feelings are hurt, they're going to react to their feelings, not to anything that you're saying logically. Okay? So be mindful, ladies and fellas, when I tell you that men go into this hibernation mode as a protection valve, right? Another thing that men do um, is a self-destructive phase. Not, not particularly myself, right? But after a breakup, right, these pain and this level of emotions that we're going through that we don't know how to explain, deal with, or talk about, right, we get self-destructive. If I smoke weed and to be with you or the same relationship with you, I had to give it up, I'm going to start smoking weed again. Or I'm going to start drinking. Or I'm going to start uh, going on these sexual, you know, whatever, right? Because um, we don't want to be judged as men. We have, we've been trained our entire life to keep this tough exterior up. And so it doesn't allow us to uh, grieve properly after a loss. And because we don't want to be judged. We don't want you to call us a wimp or a punk, you know, girly, whatever the case may be. So, you know what I'm saying, we go into these self-destructive modes where we try to find outlets, we try to build things, we try to throw this stuff away or um, kicking out this or, you know, venting and doing all these different things. We go into a self-destructive phase because we're heartbroken. And with a breakup, you know what I'm saying, anything that was already a habit, it gets worse. We don't know how to deal with the situation. We try, we learn, but it's always too late because we've made anything in our life work. You know, the, psychologic, the psychological standpoint behind this is that, you know, men think that self-destruction is a way of getting back at you, right? It's like I want to show my ex that you're the reason. You ruined my life. It's emotional. Men don't know how to deal with emotion. Because if you think about it when you were a kid, if you come in a household with male and female house as kids, boys are taught how to be a man. Women aren't taught how to be women. Women are taught what women do, but not how to be one. So as you get older, you start to see what a man does, and if I do these things, then he should do this. But you never learn to deal with the side that you don't understand. But men are taught how to understand, how to be a man, how to be, how to treat a woman, where to be, what to say, all this, et cetera, et cetera. But however you see it, right, since it's not considered manly for a man to cry, right, or his, you don't have the right circle of friends that will listen to him, listen to him, we have a tendency to lash out. We have a tendency to try to protect ourselves, right? And, you know, saying something cruel to my ex or doing something stupid like letting out personal chat, you know, videos or images, stuff like that, if the situation escalates in his head, he even might start to stalk you. If you don't respond to him, right, he's going to keep trying to escalate. If you respond to him, he's going to confuse it as you still love him. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky ground. But, ladies, I'm trying to help you understand, you know what I'm saying, what a lot of guys go through. Right? Some guys like to, um, well, I'm not going to say some guys. Most guys, when we're emotionally connected, ladies, you've been led to believe that you can love harder than men. You can love more than us, but you can't love harder. Because, one, you've been taught emotionally, so you can love a lot of people. You can just transfer it to the next person and do what it is you do. But as a man, we're not taught to love everybody. We're taught to protect ourselves from everyone. Okay? And so we we come from a, a logical standpoint that if I can get back with you, I can recover. 
before I go any further, I want to tell you, fellas, if you're getting back to your, if you're trying to get back with your ex because you don't want to leave her, then leave her alone. It's the wrong reason. But if you're trying to get back with your ex because you want to be with her and you want to try to fix everything, then there are stipulations that come with it because if she wants to be back with you, she's going to now get everything that she wants and you're going to have to give it. Okay? But as men, we miss our exes after a breakup a lot. We're human. Okay? However, however, you know what I'm saying, we have a habit of calling up our exes and trying to get back with them, you know what I'm saying, as if you can get back with them. Sometimes you got things to talk about and it always leads back to can we get back together. Hell, they might even go out their way and try to perform grand gestures, right? Or we try to convince, like, her friends that, you know, talk to your girl. Let her know I want to be back with her. Here's what I'm willing to do, whoop, whoop, right? As men, we crave intimacy as much as women do. The world we live in, you have a lot of guys that are coming up that think that intimacy is only sex. But for the older people, the older men, Intimacy is us hanging out, us having fun, you know, laying on the, sitting on the sofa, you sit on the sofa, I lay in your lap and you rub my hair, my head, or you playing with my beard, right, grabbing my ear. These are intimacy to us that we're looking for, that we're craving, right? As men, we like to protect women, right? We want to be the person that you depend on. We want to be the person that, when you smile, we are the reason. When we cause you pain, we want to find a way to do any and everything to take that pain away and give you that joy back. Ladies, you may think that he's only doing it just because he lost you. He genuinely wants it, but he doesn't know how to get there. And the thing that men often fail at when it comes to trying to get back with their exes is that you're trying to convince a woman to get back with you from a logical standpoint. Logical reasoning will never, hear me, fellas, it won't ever work. Women aren't logical. They're emotional. And men don't know how to communicate emotionally, ladies. But if you cared about this person and if your foundation is real, you know what he's trying to say. And if you don't, you know the right questions to ask. So if you want the possibility of being back with that person, when they come at you from a logical standpoint, ask an emotional question and force them to communicate it emotionally. Okay? Because it's human nature to always think that a counter-argument is going to always, right, make things better. What do you mean by that, Raymond? Right? If you hadn't have done this, then I wouldn't have done that. If you had to say this, I would have said that. If you tell me this, I'm going to tell you that. It's the counter argument. Okay? When you get to that place, you can finally start to heal. You finally start to look at things differently. You start to put yourself in a different position. Right? Then you got those guys that like to go into those rebound relationships. And sometimes when guys go undergo breakups and go through these difficult times, you know, he tries to, quote, unquote, try to be a playboy. He try to move into these casual flings because he, in his head, he lives by the concept of the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody new, right? And these relationships, they never last long, right? You, you know, they try to think that they're these characters in the film, but these people actually res- exist in real life. Men have a tendency to go through um, different versions of rebound relationships, right? You know, you got some of them that, you know, they don't want to deal with their feelings. They avoid dealing with them because it hurts. And the more people I'm around, the more feminine qualities I'm around, the less I have to think about what I'm missing from you. You got some guys that don't want to be alone, right? They've never been by themselves. They've never lived alone. They went from their mom house to their first girlfriend house to the baby mom house to the wife's house to the next girlfriend house. They don't know how to be alone. Fellas, if that's you, Stay away from women. Go find yourself. Okay? Some guys, you know, we don't feel comfortable after a loss. The only person that I've ever trusted with my emotions 
doesn't want me to be emotional anymore. The person I trusted with my feelings, with my heart, with my life, with my job, with my kids, with my family, doesn't want any of that anymore. So we're not comfortable with the loss. <clears throat> Some guys, you know, try to bounce from women to women to try to boost their self-esteem up, to make you think that everybody wants them and that he don't need you. But in reality, it's a cry for help. Some guys do it because they want to feel like, you know what I'm saying, you told me that ain't nobody else going to want me because I'm this or I'm that. So we try to bounce from woman to woman to feel like we're desired again. You know what I'm saying? Some guys do it because we want to prove to you that you ain't the only fish in the sea. But I promise you, we could care less about the sea or the fish. If he really loved you and if he really wants you, he'll find someone, he'll try to find someone to comfort and get whatever it is that he's missing from you. Hell, you even got them guys that come out of relationships that think that they can catch up on the missed opportunity. This is why they bounce around. I'm trying to explain to you why men do it trying to go from woman to woman. Fellas, I'm trying to explain to you why you do it. There's reasons for it. But the biggest thing is you got to understand is that, and this is me, as a man, the next thing that we do is we talk less. Right? And <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, ladies, we stop talking even more than we already wasn't talking. We almost go into a robotic state. This is me wholeheartedly. I am a introvert. I already don't like people, don't like to be around people and do different things, right? So as we move through our day, we're trying to be, um, we're trying to do a lot of things that we're supposed to do. Get up, cook, clean, go to work, yada, 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 right? We're still trying to handle our responsibilities, right? But we really don't do them at the same level that we've always done. You know what I'm saying? And we start to back away from them. We don't do the things that we do. We don't ride a motorcycle. We don't go to clubs, parties, things that we once used to love to do. We don't do them anymore. You know what I'm saying? And ladies, if you ask them why you don't do these things anymore, it's going to be, oh, I'm just trying to focus on myself right now. Men don't focus on themselves. We try to focus on other women. We are protectors. We need to feel needed. We don't have anybody to protect or do these things for People that I've dated, women that I've been in relationships and we split away, I say the same thing. I'm always going to be there. You're never in this world alone. I don't care how much the world turns against you. I'm always going to be on the end of the phone. Because I don't want you to feel like you got to learn how to do this all over again by yourself. Because the next thing that we do as men is we do the blame game. Right? You know, there's two types of negative responses. We're either going to blame ourselves or we're going to blame you. When we blame ourselves, this, this part is less common. We don't all do this because what happened in a relationship is your fault. Right? But the guys that are fully invested in a woman, we blame ourselves. Even if we're the ones who got dumped, even if we're the ones who had to do the dumping, we blame ourselves. Because if I blame myself, you remain perfect. You remain everything that I've always wanted. You remain the girl of my dream. But if I blame you, right, I'm trying to make this your fault, and the reason why my life is ending or the reason why I'm not happy anymore is because of you. It's an easy way, and they're both negative, because I'm out of control in my life, and I'm trying to regain some form of control. When I blame you as a woman, right, when I blame you as a woman, that means I'm not taking responsibility for my role. You and I both play a role in the break, okay? But the guys who deal with this, these are guys that that struggle to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Couples break up all the time. You know, in turn, but in turn, guys, you know, reverse the situation by saying it's the girl's fault or for not spending time with him. So that's the reason why he went and got attention, attention elsewhere. You know, it's basically gaslighting the situation. And it can become harmful sometimes. Because if he starts to believe that the reason why you did what you did is because, you know, he was always at work or he did this right here, he's going to start to try to make you see that. And I'm using the word make because they can take it to another level. 
blaming is always a false sense of control of a situation. And it can cycle into a negative pattern. You either learn from it or you grow from it. But you can't let it determine you. And when guys don't want to take responsibility, he's doomed to make these same mistakes again. This is why you ladies can talk to his current girlfriend or his other ex-girlfriend and they tell you, oh, he's still doing that. Oh, he's still saying that. Does he still do this? Because it becomes a pattern for you. So, you, you know what I'm saying? As men, we have to go through, you know, a lot of certain emotions during the breakup, just like women, right? And it ranges from hurt, anger, confusion, failure, sadness, you know what I'm saying? And it's not in no particular order, but you become numb. You know what I'm saying? Women, you know, they deal with their emotions because that's what they're taught to do. So whenever they get, you know, into a situation, women aren't bonded by logic. They're bonded by emotion. If you hurt their feelings, they're going to do something emotional. As men, if you hurt our feelings, we're going to logically try to understand why you decided to do what it is that you did. That's how we deflect or try to ignore those feelings because, you know, it's evident, you know, when you run into your ex, you're forced into a conversation. And like most guys, you know what I'm saying, we don't want to break up. We go about it in a monotone way. We're trying to avoid our feelings. We're trying to get things back under control. And, you know, we hide in sadness, right? Because we don't want to feel any type of way about anything. Men don't know how to deal with the lie. And it sucks because it's all we got. We try to stay true to ourselves. We try to remain humble. But, again, we deal with things in different ways. And a lot of times those ways that we deal with things are counterproductive because we're hiding from that pain. And a lot of times the best way for us to deal with is to try to deal with other people. You know what I'm saying? So we try to hide. We cry in the corner. You know what I'm saying? We try to deal with the breakup in other ways. A lot of times, guys will distort the truth. It could be painful to admit the real reason behind the breakup, which is probably why guys try to um, tell a different version of the story, right? Like when he's talking to his friends, you know, about why y'all broke up. Oh, you know, it was a mutual decision. Or, you know, these are my favorite ones. She was too needy or clean, or I didn't like her that much, or I was planning on, you know, breaking up with anyone. He's trying to hide from us. We don't want other people. My favorite one is I just, hey, we went our separate ways. I don't discuss my personal life with people because I don't want people to have an opinion. Because people that love you, right, they naturally defend you, and they're against her. Right? If they love you, they're naturally on your side and against that other person. I don't want to distraught how other people see you. You could have cheated on me. You could have left me when I went broke, whatever, right? I'll never tell people that version of the story. Because I don't want them to have a negative opinion on you because I don't know what tomorrow may bring. We may end up back together. And if people have put these negative feelings out there in the world about how they feel about you. I know them, so I keep you away from them. Now, all of a sudden, the whole dynamic is screwed up. This is why you keep other people out of your relationship after a breakup or in a relationship because you got to sort through your own feelings first. Even though you're talking to other people, you got to keep the emotions out of it and start looking for reasons. Ladies, logically, okay? And, like, even if, you know, these statements aren't necessarily true, right? Guys, you know, we want um, we want to be reinforced, right? We want to make sure that people are on our side sometimes. But it's another way of us keeping from being hurt because to say that you cheated on me, it hurts. To other men, it makes me look weak. To other women, they want to give the sob story, okay? Because one thing I've learned, ladies, and I'm going to tell you this from a man's standpoint, Whatever it is you don't do, whatever, men make decisions based off of when we're involved in relationships. Once our feelings get into something, you can tell me that you don't, I can tell you I want you to cook for me. 
right? And you're like, I don't want to cook for you no more, blah, blah, blah. You know who shows up? The woman who loves to cook cake, pies, and good, healthy meal and feed her man. If you don't like to have sex, you know who comes along? The woman who loves, who's in touch with her um, sexual side and loves to have sex to please her man and do for me. The person as a man, I can't speak for women, but as a man, when we get involved in our feelings and our emotions, I'm trying to help you understand why guys make some of the dumb decisions. Whatever it is we're missing, the only person that ever comes around is the person that is the exact opposite of you and what it is I'm in my feelings about when it comes to you. I like to travel. I like to drive around town. I mean, go across country and go to different countries and stuff like that. You don't. You know who I'm going to run into? The woman who does. I love to ride motorcycles. You never want to get on a motorcycle. You got this fear because somebody else scared you. You don't trust me, whoop, whoop, whatever. You know who I'm going to run into when I get on my motorcycle? Another woman riding a motorcycle. Ladies, I'm trying to help you understand how you always ask the question, well, how did she get into the picture? This is how. Because even though as a man we love you with everything that is and we want these things from you, when you won't give, not can't, but won't give them to us, the only person that we seem to run into is that one person who wants to give it to us. We want to show people that we're the bigger person, that we got this together regardless, okay? And then deep down, he wants you, you know what I'm saying? He wants to use his words as weapons against you. He's trying to convey that he that you didn't mean as much to him as you think. It's all BS. Okay? For me, we all go through these different phases. But the one that I can relate to more than any is this one. As men, we try to erase your memory. Because once we get to that place where we know you're not going to be around anymore, it sucks because everything, the shirt that I wear, you bought it. The screen protect, I mean the, the uh, background on my phone is a picture of you or, or an event or a family function or whatever, something that you and I, and it keeps bringing up that memory. You know, women are well known for being like collectors when it comes to relationships. So they say any and everything, you know, that they feel is meaningful to them after breakups, like the letters and movie tickets and box of chocolates and cards and other tokens from other times. On the other hand, but as guys, we're the complete opposite. We try to erase everything about you because unless it's something unique, Men are very likely to destroy all mementos soon after split for the sake of mental relief. It's not that we hate you. It's not that we don't like you. The reality kicks in that you're not coming back. You belong to someone else. You don't want me anymore. You, you want to go find better with someone else. So for mental relief, we got to get rid of everything that's about you. And, aside, and, and besides physical things, right, guys, we like to establish a no-contact rule. <laughs> Remember, we shut down. We avoid being friends with our ex immediately after the breakup. I'm not very good at it yet, but I try, right? And this includes blocking them on social media and erasing their number, the number, deleting photos. You know what I'm saying? Like, we try to get rid of you because... We don't know how to deal with emotions. We see things from a logical standpoint. And as I spoke about earlier, women, you have been lied to to think that you can love harder than men. You can love more people than men, but you cannot love harder. And because we don't know how to express that, once we are emotionally attached to you, it is hard to not have that okay so you know what I'm saying we don't hold on to anything that represents you I was married my wife passed away after she passed away I opened up the closet to get a work shirt out and I'm looking at all of her clothes so the first thing I did was I called my daughters and I'm like hey any of these things you guys won't come get the rest I'm going to take 
and give it to people that can use it. Because it's something that I had to tell myself that she would have done, that she would want me to do. Because I can't look at everything that represents you and I don't have you. You know what I'm saying? You know, whether it's a place holding a significant memory, you know what I'm saying, or a high chance of running into you, guys will not, you know what I'm saying, we try to stay out of specific places that you go to. I went as far as moving to a whole other city, state, to get away because I don't want to run the risk of running into you. And it, I'm not built that way to be able to see you and not be able to have you. But it takes a long time for me to get there because I've done the things that we've talked about. I've done everything to try to get back with you. I've tried to shut down and tried to turn you off. The only thing left for me to do is mentally get rid of you. And for God, all of these different things are different ways that we use to help speed up the process of our healing. Because it isn't, you know, we don't want to be constantly, like, overwhelmed or bombarded with different memories of you, of someone that we just lost. And then the next thing we do is we block you on social media. <laughs> That's the world we live in, where this is a part of the process. You know, women try to, you know, tend to make the mistake of, you know, thinking that getting blocked is their ex, you know, of being petty. You know, you think that he's trying to be vindictive or whatever the case may be. No, it's his way of processing. It's our way of, again, we're getting rid of the memories. We don't want to keep seeing you. You know, um, an ex that I have, she likes to post on social media, and it's always this, you know, the next, for the next guy or somebody's exes, you know, I'm, I'm his ex, but her treasure, all these different things, right? Trying to get the peanut gallery enthused about what it is they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, I have one that says, I'm hanging up this because it represented me. I'm going to go back to doing this while still being attached to you, but I'm going to disconnect you. So as guys, we have to we have to block and delete you on social media so we can try to refocus. You know what I'm saying? But however, that decreased social media content is a preferred method by a lot of guys and is actually um, recommended, right? Blocking you on social media is done out of spite. And most men do it because, you know, they don't want to deal with you. It's a negative emotion. I do it because I don't want to continue to see you pretending as if I don't exist, as if I never mattered. This is why you're deleted. This is why we walk away and don't show anything because we want to make sure we stay away from you, right? We don't want to seem like we're stalking you. You know what I'm saying? Our social media is really more of self-preservation. Another defense mechanism against those insecure feelings or them dirty or negative thoughts that I may have. I'm trying to keep a positive image of you. And even though women like to spit out negative images because it makes them feel better, it makes them feel worse. So to see it, right, it makes us feel worse. And it's starting to chip away at that perfect vision that I have of you. You know, you, you women, like I said, man, it's, it's a thing. And so, fellas, ladies, I hope I gave you some insight into what these men do and how we are. Ladies, I'm going to tune into you. So, fellas, don't leave. I really need y'all to focus, you know what I'm saying, on what's going on. Because, you know, women, we don't get off that easy. You know, men, we're predictable. But women are even more predictable, right? After, after a breakup, you know, women may engage in a variety of coping strategies to help them manage, like, their own breakup and how they move forward, right? Um, a lot of women start to do a lot of uh, weird eating things. They like to do things like the ice cream and peanut butter. They, they almost start acting like a pregnant woman, right? But then you have a lot of them that will go into, like, they go to, they, all of a sudden they become... The reason why I was, I want to get rid of my relationship weight. So they start going to the gym in excessive amount, or they start trying to work out and start trying to do this, like, or they'll start to shower a lot. Fellas, listen to me. These are things they do. They start to shower a lot because they want to cleanse themselves of you because their pillows smell like you. The sheets smell like you. The stuff in the bathroom was there because of you, or they did this. So they start to try to cleanse themselves of you, right? Or they go into this depressive state where they sleep a lot. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they sleep a lot because they're trying to um, not think about it. And so when women go through some of these phases, right, you know, like blocking you on social media or putting out these posts or trying to, you know, they're friends with your family, so they put these things out there because they want your family to reach out to them to make sure they're okay because you're not making sure they're okay. Women are going through these phases and stretches because they're trying to find a safe haven. The person who always protected them is no longer protecting them. And they got to get away from it. They're trying to speed up the process. Women, I can tell you, it's unhealthy to speed up the process because you're emotional creatures. If you don't process these emotions and go through this process, you're only going to make things worse later on for other people, including yourself. Now, as a woman, as a man, I can't tell a woman anything, right? But I can suggest everything. But ladies, the first thing you want to do is you want to try to like um, establish some boundaries. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to avoid crossing paths with your ex after y'all break up. But if you live in like a small town or y'all know a lot of the same people or, you know what I'm saying, it might be a little bit harder to separate your life. But setting some boundaries for future contact, okay, setting some boundaries is going to make it easier for you guys both to try to move on with your life, okay? Take some time apart. Don't go to the places that you guys always go to. Whenever you meet up with your friends, right, whenever you meet up with the friends that you guys mutually share, hey, he's not going to be there, is he? Right? Fellas, if she's avoiding all the places because she's trying to establish boundaries, but she's trying to set up set up a window where I can see the past, but I don't have to keep walking through that door. Take some time apart. Do what it is you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Because this gives you time to focus. You know what I'm saying? Focus on yourself. It gives him a chance to focus on himself and avoid getting to those harmful patterns like trying to be emotional support for your for your partner, like trying to help them through the breakup when you need to get help for your own version of this breakup, right? Respect the other lady. Respect the other, you know, respect his needs. You know what I'm saying? If you want to stay friends, but your ex doesn't want any contact with you, you need to respect them. Don't call, don't text, don't ask your friends about them. It's going to help you. It's going to help. You know what I'm saying? You may miss that man dearly, but not respecting their boundaries is likely going to hurt any future chance of a friendship with them. People want what they can't have. People want what they can't have. And if you won't give me a chance to miss you, how am I going to ever be able to be around you again? Because every time I look around, you're there. If you're, you know what I'm saying, but the alternative is if, if your ex contacts you, especially before you're ready to talk to him, don't feel obligated to respond. This can be difficult. This can be hard, especially if they seem like they're in a very vulnerable place or expressing, like, feelings the same as yours. You may want to, but if you're trying to establish boundaries, you know for a fact you're not going back, then you can't fall into that emotional whirlwind, okay? Remind yourself that you both need time and space to deal with everything that's going on because this is a lot. And until that no contact order has passed, right, this period, it's going to be rough for everybody. Ladies, another thing you can do is maintain some physical and emotional distance. If you want to try to be friends, you know what I'm saying, after you guys are taking time apart, keep an eye out for those old patterns. And behaviors, because maybe you lean your head on your shoulder while you're watching a movie. You know what I'm saying? Or they come and help you out during crisis. You gotta be aware of yourself forming those old patterns, because when you do those things, if you don't want to be together, you're making them think that maybe there's a chance. So you have to be, ladies. You have to be mindful of this. Maybe. You can't handle things on your own because your lives are set up off of two incomes. Now it's just one of things are hard. Men want to be dependent on you. 
We want to be needed. We want to protect you. And when you get into that situation and you reach out to me for help, you're sending mixed signals. Yes, that means you may have to struggle. But there is nothing wrong with these behaviors, but they can lead to a lot of confusion and further heartbreak because if you don't want to be in, be with them and you send out these mixed signals, they think in one thing, but you know another. So you got to try to maintain friendships. Once you guys decide to come back and touch each other and be around each other, you know what I'm saying? You got to make sure the friends that you're in contact with, you got to stay that degree of separation away from each other. Ladies, it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to feel a certain type of way about different things that are going on in your life, in their life, or the people around you. It's okay to have self-doubt whether you want to be with that person anymore or not. It's okay to have doubt that says that, you know, maybe it was a one-time thing, or maybe it's not a pattern of this or that. But deal with them within yourself first. Fellas, you got to allow her room to process. As much as you want to be there, as much as you want to help, you can't. Because the fatal flaw is, ladies, is to be sexually and physically involved with your ex, and you don't even know if you want to be with them. It destroys that person because you got to continue to tell them no. Just because you're taking care of selfishness, you can go back to a physical and sexual relationship later on, but you got to give a person time to do that. Ladies, it's not always possible because even though you don't want to be with him, you guys have done the necessary steps, time apart, and no contact, and yada, yada, yada. Getting physically attractive, I mean, physically involved with your ex, and you don't have no intent to be with them. Your emotions get involved because they know how to please you. They know how to take care of you, what you want. The person you tried to go to afterwards didn't do it. You're sending a signal out there that it's possible. He's a, as a man, we adjust to this is just sex. That's how we adjust. But your emotions start to get involved. Now I got to hurt you because I'm not mentally attracted to you anymore because that's what you wanted me to be, separated from you. So you have to be mindful of that. And the best way to do it is you have to take care of yourself. Once you've got your boundaries in order and you're fixing the time and attention or whatever, you got to take care of yourself. You got to rely on yourself. You got to know that I can be friends or I can be nothing. Not enemies. I can be friends or I can be nothing. Okay? You got to prioritize yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, recommending like daily self-care. Like each day try to do something that brings you joy. Go see your friends. Go, go do new things that you want to try. You know, go back to some of your old habits that you used to love to do. Right? Nurture yourself. Exercise. Meditate. Go cook some satisfying, healthy meals. Something that makes you feel like I'm doing this for myself. You know what I'm saying? Go, you know, go get a massage. Right? But you, it helps for you to continue to process your feelings. You know, help, go get some music. You know what I'm saying? Take walks. Help, go see somebody if you need to. Whatever it is you're trying to do, deal with. You know what I'm saying? Get enough sleep. Rest up. You know what I'm saying? Don't let that that almost feeling of depression force you into depression. Now, ladies, what we already talked about the social media with the guy part and all that. You know what I'm saying? It's not always easy to try to set boundaries. And especially in this digital world. Right? But you gotta do something, right? There are some things you should do, some of the things you shouldn't do. You know what I'm saying? Ladies, stop going to social media for the peanut gallery. Stop doing it for likes because what happens is those people that we talked about in the beginning of this episode that like to throw little clips and quotes out there, it's like men. What you're looking for, women, because men seek emotional whenever we do something stupid or crazy or another woman gets involved in our life, it's from our emotions that you're not fulfilled. But as women, your need for um, understanding, your need for a logical standpoint that you won't get from the man Right? But you'll seek it from other women, a logical standpoint. And they start to come across with things and quotes that you like. 
that peanut gallery, it makes it harder. It makes it harder on you, and then you repost it, which makes it harder on him. You're seeking logic from other women. Men are seeking emotions from other women when in the relationship, communicating with each other, brings you to a place where you understand it. Taking some time away from social media can be helpful because you don't get to see these clips and posts that come out. You know what I'm saying? It ensures that it doesn't sour your mood because if he posts the same things that you're going to post, they're going to hurt you now. This motherfucker never cared about you. He didn't like me, this and that, this and that. Right? For me, I go through these phases, and I'm not a woman, but I go through these phases where I continually disconnect from social media all the day. I don't need social media to live. You know what I'm saying? And I don't post about breakups because I learned a long time ago the worst thing you can do is involve other people in your breakup on social media. These are people that are not a part of your immediate circle. I repeat, don't post your breakup on social media because you're trying to recreate yourself these people are going to give you a negative image. They're going to give you a negative portrayal. They're going to give you their negative information. They're going to start putting things in your head that's going to distort your feeling about that other person or make how you really feel about that person blurred because of something they went through once in their life. Okay? Don't change your relationship status right away. You know what I'm saying? If you and your ex used to be in a relationship status on Facebook, leave it like it is. You know what I'm saying? It ain't got to be single. It can be complicated. You know what I'm saying? But a better option is to hide the status from your profile. Don't put anything. Or set it where only you can see. If you take a break from social media, for example, if you hide it until you return, people are less likely to bring it up to you. You know what I'm saying? And as enough time has passed by, people don't care anymore, right? And if they notice the breakup, it will be old news. So it won't matter as much. You know what I'm saying? But if you're that person that lived your life on social media, you want to tell everybody, you only make it complicated for yourself to properly live. Because, again, you're not dealing with your emotions. You're dealing with the overwhelming emotions of everybody that's trying to support you. And it makes it harder for yourself to go through it. Right? You can unfollow your ex, but it ain't got to be done right then. If the relationship ended on good terms, you know what I'm saying? Or if you want to stay friends, or if there's that possibility after some time apart, that you might want to be back together again. But most social media apps now let you mute or hide people without having to unfollow them. This is what I do. I just, I, I don't delete you. I unfollow you. That means I don't see the things that you post. Because I don't want you thinking, you know, saying this stuff. And if you don't want your ex to see it in other posts, you can, you know, you can hide it from certain people. It also helps unfollow people that are closely connected because when you post it and they see it, they share it with the other person. So there, are, you know, like I said, ladies, this is just some things that you can do, some of the things you can say, places, fellas. I hope you heard some of the things that the ladies go through. Ladies, I hope you heard something that the men go through. This isn't about getting back together. This is about understanding the pain from both standpoints because we go through it and it hurts in ways that we didn't even know was possible. I struggle during breakups because if I don't like you, I'm not emotionally attached to you, which means that it doesn't mean anything. I can just stop, drop, and roll and move on with my life. But as a man, when I'm emotionally involved with you and I feel the way I feel, I can't just walk away just because. So, all I'm asking is, think about it from your standpoint. Go through your process. But understand what he might be going through. Fellas, understand what she might be going through. It may not line up with what you want it to line up with. But try to make it make sense. Make the math add up. I want to say thank you to everybody who tuned in. And as usual, if this episode isn't for you, that's fine, but maybe it's for someone that you know or that it is for. Share the information. Share the, con share the contact. 
Don't forget to check us out on all the social media platforms. The best way to interact with me is on the DBL podcast.wordpress.com. You can catch me on TikTok. You can catch me on Instagram. You can catch me on Facebook. Until next time, everybody, peace out. One love.